0: Hello, listeners. We have a treat for today's episode. On the show, I'll be interviewing Joe, the CEO and co-founder of Palumi, to get an update on all that has gone on within the company in the past year. As a reminder, Palumi is infrastructure as code technology that allows you as an engineer, developer, architect, to deliver infrastructure with high velocity and scale through software engineering. You can learn more about their product and get started quick at palumi.com. That's P-U-L-U-M-I dot com. Well, today I have a special guest on the Code Story podcast, Joe Duffy, founder and CEO of Palumi. Last year had Luke Hovind on the show to talk about Palumi, and now we're going to get the update on the company, on the product, and what has happened within the last year. Joe, thank you for being on the show today.
1: Hey, know, It's great to be
0: here. Thank you. Before we jump into the changes, give my audience a bit of an overview about you. Yeah, my my
1: love of programming and computers dates back to pretty early on in my life. I uh, fell in love with programming when I was a sort of an early teenager, largely because of uh, an interest in gaming, which I know is a common story. <laughs> that that That's sort of still my hobby to this day is just, you know, I love to code. I love to just tinker with computers. But yeah, I spent a lot of time at Microsoft, you know, uh, 14 years or thereabouts in a lot of... Cool positions uh, from developer to running the entire you know languages organization with compilers and C plus plus and C sharp and .net um, before leaving to found Palumi, and I left there about six years ago and have been uh, running Palumi ever since.
0: So, okay. I got to dig into some of this. I love the correlation between music and technology. I, I love talking to founders or developers or people, you know, architects, people that are, that are in the space. And it's, I think it's fascinating to see how many people are musicians. Do you, do you see that correlation too? Absolutely. Um, it's actually been remarkable
1: how, the, how strong a correlation there seems to be. And it's, it's not surprising, you know, I'm really into. Not just playing music, but also the the theory behind music with music theory and I spent a lot of time with you know mathematics in terms of working on type systems for for programming languages and there's a lot of symbolic manipulation that goes into both and whether we consciously think about it that way or not, there's definitely seemingly a, a strong correlation
0: okay I'm a guitar player myself I have a, a set of axes at home that I that I jam on regularly. What is your favorite guitar
1: you know i I Love my strat. Um, it's not an original 67. It's sort of the, the reissue that they did uh, a couple of years ago, I think it was. <clears throat> but I also have a uh, Joe Satriani Ibanez, which, which is fun to play on. I have to admit, I don't play nearly as much anymore. So these things can be kind of intimidating to pick up and play, but, um, I actually have a blister on my finger from from playing all day yesterday. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, good stuff. Well, let's dive into Pulumi then. And before we jump into, you know, what is new over the past year since I've talked to Luke, what has happened with the company and the product? Tell me, you know, tell my audience a, a reminder, refresher of what Pulumi is.
1: Yeah, so, Pulumi is an infrastructure as code uh, technology that allows you to effectively manage cloud resources in your favorite language across any cloud public, private, hybrid, you know, many clouds, Azure, uh, Google Cloud, of course, AWS. And really by tapping into decades of great programming languages that we've built up with JavaScript and Python and Go, you can really build amazing software using infrastructure as building blocks. You know, we think of these advanced use cases and, and a lot of our customers are building their own cloud systems using Pulumi to program and stitch together those building blocks. So that's kind of where we started. You know, Plumei is a, a company, a product, and an open source technology all at once, and so you know we've got a lot of exciting things in the future beyond that. But um, infrastructure as code is where it's at today.
0: So, what has been going on with Pulumi over the, over the last year? I'm sure there's some some big things that that you have to tell me. Let's jump right into those.
1: Yeah, I think the first thing is we've just seen incredible adoption. I think in the last year we've definitely hit sort of a tipping point in terms of you know community awareness number of customers is now up over 1500 paying customers which which is incredible you know some some of the best companies out there today building incredible products uh, for their customers like snowflake and atlassian and so we've seen just that continued momentum and really we're here to serve the community so we've been really iterating on making it easier to get up and running in the cloud to enforce best practices and have a lot less lot less toil and boilerplate and and really be able to focus on on your business logic We had a major launch um, back in October this year, we call Pulumi deployments. And that's uh, just a radically easier way to go from having some code that you want running in the cloud to actually having it running. You can really just commit code to a Git repo and then let Pulumi just run with it from there. It's actually built on this foundation that we call the automation API, which has been one of the best kept secrets that Pulumi has to date. Uh, We don't really do a great job marketing it, but All of our customers seem to find it. And so over 80% of our enterprise customers use this. And Automation API turns infrastructure's code on its head. It basically says, what if infrastructure's code was a library instead of being a command line? You can embed that library into a larger system. You could build your own custom SaaS product on it. You build your own custom portals, custom tools. And we've just seen incredible things being built by the community and our customers using uh, Automation API. And that's actually what underpins Pulumi deployments. So, really, taking a big step forward in terms of realizing the long-term vision of the company.
0: So, I'm I'm intrigued by Pulumi deployment. So, you want to have code running in the cloud, and and this is a bridge to get it running in the cloud. Walk me through that process. So, I've got some code. I want to commit it. Normally, I got to do you know step X Y Z to actually get it up and running. How does it? How does that work if I'm using Pulumi deployments?
1: A lot of people go through this maturity lifecycle of, hey, I'm just going to deploy some code from the command line, and I'm going to do it manually. And anytime I want to make an update or deploy a new version, I go rerun a command line. That's how most infrastructures code tools start. But typically, you don't want to be running things manually. Anytime it's a manual process, there's a chance for a human to get it wrong. You then have to think about, hey, how do I manage access controls and distribute security and tokens and keys? And so a lot of people will move towards a CICD, continuous integration pipeline approach at some point point. and I'm glad that we took this approach with palumi we actually said in the early days we're going to meet you where you are so if you're using github actions or gitlab pipelines or spinnaker or you know pick any of these over one dozen systems that we support we're going to meet you where you are and just help you add infrastructure delivery to your pipeline most of our customers have sort of figured out how to deliver application code they're really just trying to figure out How do I now deliver my infrastructure as code? Which is great, but there's a lot of configuration steps that are opportunities to get things wrong. And because we can be more opinionated with Pulumi deployments, we effectively say, just point us at your Git repo and we'll take care of all the heavy lifting. It's literally two clicks of a button to to set this thing up. Uh, might actually be one, and and then from there we have a new workflow technology we built on the back end that can actually host all the compute that that orchestrates the deployments on your behalf. And why that's really exciting is, hey, now it's just ridiculously easy to get that that code deployed. But two, it actually gives Palumi more of this this workflow foundation where now we can go do other things. So we can do things like automatic drift detection and remediation. We can schedule workloads on your behalf. So it's really kind of step one of many.
0: You caught my attention with the, the phrase you said, meet you where you're at. So what sort of key integrations did you have to put in place? I mean, I, I assume that that's a big or a key cornerstone element of Palumi, either you know developer integrations or infrastructure integrations, all the things. How did you decide where to meet them where they were?
1: It was a very strategic decision we made. You know, a lot, a lot of a lot of platforms are more monolithic out there. They'll take an approach of you know maybe you need to go adopt 100 of that platform and, and get rid of some of your existing tools. And we really did want to meet people where they where they are, just because it, it eases adoption, it makes it more incremental. But you're right. I mean, picking which integrations to support was was tough. We we sort of had a rule in the early days that uh, unless a customer was was asking us for this integration so they could use it in a production setting, like an actual use case, we wouldn't go preemptively add the integration. So we were very customer-driven in, in how we decided those things. But it goes all the way from which languages do we support, which cloud providers do we support. So we have, you know, seven languages now and over 100 cloud providers. Which identity systems do we support? You know, G Suite, Active Directory, and then the, the C D integrations I just mentioned. So all told, we have something on the order of 150 product integrations. But again, it's all been anchored in what
0: customers are asking us for. So I'm always interested in, you know, the balance between open source and then sort of paid product, right? So if I wanna go get started with Pulumi, I assume I can jump in and get pull an open source repo and start using it. Is that primarily how you bring your customers in is through that process? Or tell me a little bit about the balance between those two things.
1: It is actually how most people find us. And almost all people find us through the open source. And it's really fantastic because it aligns our company's interests. We can really just go build a happy open source ecosystem. And as we do that, the business opportunity naturally emerges. We don't have to do unnatural things or have two things at odds with one another, which I know, you know some companies struggle with. The analogy I draw sometimes is, is just like you can use Git offline and host your own Git repos and, and Git is fully open source. It's so much easier to use that in a team setting when you pair it with GitHub or GitLab. Palumi really has that. We don't call it Pulumi Hub. You know, sometimes we, we joke about, should we rename our commercial edition to Palumi Hub? But you can use our open source entirely offline if you want. That really is fully open source. It's Apache license. It's very permissive. But it's just so much easier in a team setting, you know, collaboration, security, reliability, all the features people need at scale. It's so much easier to just use that with our SaaS product. It's also free for individuals, and we have a generous free team, free, free uh, tier for teams. Two thirds of our open open source users elect to use that open source paired with the
0: Pulumi service, the Pulumi SaaS. So it's a very natural synergy between the two. Okay, so I'm I'm an engineer, and I don't have infrastructure as code. I don't, I don't use a product like that, and it's kind of a new idea to me. How do I get started with Pulumi? I, mean, I hear you saying go to the open source side, but what would help me, what would propel me to, to move faster with all of these great tools that you've created?
1: One other thing that we did in the last year was we launched this new uh, technology called Pulumi Templates. What a Palumi Template is, it used to be the case when you got started, you would say create a new project, you would pick your language, let's say Python, you pick your cloud, let's say AWS, and it would generate some basic scaffolding, but you're kind of starting with a blank page. And we know in programming and writing and lots of things, like staring at a blank page can be can be daunting. And so we launched this thing, Plumi Templates, where we took effectively what we thought were the 80% use case, we hear all the time from people, hey, I want this particular architecture on this particular cloud. And we basically shipped something like 25, 30 new getting started templates So now it's not just language and cloud, it's also cloud architecture. So, hey, I want Python, AWS, microservice, Python, AWS, static website, Kubernetes cluster, a lot of the different common use cases across AWS, Azure, Google Cloud, and Kubernetes. And so that's really an easy way to get up and running. We've also shipped a ton of new examples and reference architectures that people can use as well, but that's part of now the getting started flow. So if you go to Pulumi and say, get started, you'll see that button everywhere. It will walk you through a flow that's updated that is centered all around those templates.
0: Okay. So Joe, what is next? What's next for Palumi? You know, obviously Palumi deployments is massive. You know, that's a that's a huge, huge win for the product. It's a huge win for the community. But what what is next? What does the future look like for Pulumi?
1: Yeah, so we're we're still just getting started. You know, we're still early on, you know, although the community has grown quite a bit, you know, we know we know we're still early in terms of uh, market share adoption of Pulumi's infrastructure code technology. We think of that as our flagship technology. So that's priority number one is just really continue to listen to the community, listening to our customers, making it as easy as possible to do infrastructure as code. From there, there's really two other primary directions. One is making the cloud a lot more accessible to developers and engineers. Despite that template example I just gave you, and you know, I think you'll find it's probably the easiest getting started experience you'll you'll ever have with infrastructures code. You know, you'll be up and running in five minutes. From there, you know, customizing it. The the level of abstraction that the cloud providers operate at today is super low level. You know, I think of Hey, if Palumi gave you the the C so that we don't have to focus on assembly language anymore, you know, like a lot of infrastructure as code today is a lot of YAML. I think of that as assembly language. Well, we've given you a higher level language, but we're still pretty far from what is the node.js of the cloud. What is that thing that just allows you to be hyper productive building distributed applications? That's one area that we've had a number of incubation efforts internally. We've never quite gotten it right, so we've never shipped it, but you know, I think 2023 is is the year that we're going to uh, tackle that, and then from there, growing into the vision of the company. You know, our, our mission is to democratize the cloud. That means make it as easy as possible for every practitioner to get the most out of the cloud. And we see a lot of a lot of adjacent problems around security, with secrets management and policies, um, infrastructure management. I mentioned drift detection, a lot of workflow challenges as well. So really moving in the direction of not just infrastructure's code, but Really an infrastructure platform for the entire team. And so really focusing on these three things in parallel.
0: Breezing through your, your case studies, you've obviously, you know, had some major successes in introducing Palumi to some big names. I see Panther on there, I had Jack Naglieri on, on the show earlier this year. But but I'm curious, is there one case study or one story that you would really like the world to know about that Palumi went in and saved the day or made a massive impact on um, you know on a company?
1: Yeah, I love I love the Snowflake use case because it's been just an amazing success. You know, Snowflake is a cutting edge cloud innovator, so that story is kind of an interesting one. You know, they they had a a lot of experience with other infrastructure's code tools. They sort of had a top down uh, directive for the what they called the data cloud, which was a key part of their IPO story. You look at how much of the IPO story hinged on the data cloud. Well, that was really a new effort they'd begun a year and a half before the IPO. And they had really ambitious deadlines, and they knew from working with other infrastructure's code tools they weren't going to be able to get there with those tools. but with Palumi, they could actually just give their developers and their infrastructure platform team the ability to do infrastructure's code in language they were already using for the rest of the snowflake system, which was which was go. And so they made a big bet on Palumi like Palumi was essential to them hitting that IPO deadline set by the board and they went all in and they actually seeded their estimates in terms of what they what they could get done. So, great win for them. They they made their managers happy, they made the, you know, the board happy. They hit the deadlines for the IPO, but since then they've really bet even bigger on Palumian and and using it in other systems. And I think that's a good case study because a lot of folks have investments in infrastructure as code. So, picking what is that really business impactful beachhead to start from is usually what we work with customers on. And then we win that one, and then we go and say, okay, now let's let's get all the other infrastructure's code over to Pulumi. But that, that was just a clear case study of like tons of business value and the developers love it. So it's a win all around.
0: Okay, so infrastructure as code it is is becoming a thing, right? And Pulumi obviously offers a wonderful suite of tools. Who who are your major competitors? Who, who's out there trying to, to do this as well and, and perhaps doing it in a different way? Or, or tell me a little bit about that.
1: There's a few eras of infrastructures code. I'll say, you know, uh, back, back 15 years ago or thereabouts, you know, the Chef puppet and, and then Ansible and Salt Stack really emerged in the world of virtual machines. So we still encounter that uh, those tools. In fact, we integrate with them if you need to do on VM configuration. The real ones we run into sort of the second era, which is more provisioning based versus configuration which is where you see like CloudFormation and then shortly thereafter, you know, Terraform. Those are very, very common, especially, you know, they got a head start on us by, you know, four or five years. CloudFormation uses uh, uses YAML or JSON. That really, you hit the limits on scalability and complexity very quickly. For that reason, they added sort of a templating language in embedded within YAML and JSON. HashiCorp took a different approach with Terraform. They created a, a domain-specific language, DSL, that, again, is pretty limited, but it gives you guardrails so that the simple things are, are simple. Uh, the problem is the complex things get super complicated. Um, and so they've had, to, you know, for loops and conditionals and things like that over over time. We, we tackle that problem by saying, hey, bring your favorite language, and then we'll marry that with declarative infrastructures code. Still provisioning based, so still very much in the same vein of, of a Terraform. We get that great expressiveness. I'll say since then, um, you know, very flattered. I think one of the things I'm proudest about is I think Pulumi really did sort of shake up the industry a little bit in terms of how infrastructure's code is done. And so since then, you see the cloud development kit, CDK, coming out of AWS. You see that being applied to different areas. So even even HashiCorp has taken that and kind of bolted it on, on top of, of Terraform for, for some users. Completely separate from that, we see things like cross-plane, and Qlang, which is great for kind of taming the chaos of uh, configuration management. There's a lot of new technologies, but TLDR, I think like Terraform really is where we see most of the market today.
0: That makes sense. And it makes sense how you're approaching it too. And it really aligns with meeting, you know, meeting the developers, meeting the engineers where they are and saying, okay, you pick the language and then you integrate, you know, infrastructure as code within the place where you are. So that makes sense with your strategy.
1: Another interesting integration that we chose was you can actually deploy some of these, these competitive technologies using Pulumi. So if you want to standardize on Pulumi as the delivery workflow, and you've still got some Terraform in the mix or some CloudFormation in the mix, you know we, we, we have integrations to make that incremental adoption easier. Again, knowing that you can't boil the ocean on day one, yeah, and we want to meet people who are there.
0: I've always find it interesting when in the open source world, when there's a you know popular repo, popular tool out there that's being used. How has that affected your recruiting for Palumi? Has it brought in basically the the world's elite in contributing to the open source project, and then them joining your team? Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, it's a good question. And I would say probably half of the people on the team wouldn't be here if Pulumi wasn't open source, either because they began engaging with Pulumi through the community. In fact, some of our best hires have been folks who worked in the community as uh, as leaders, um, sort of organic leaders that just emerged because they love what we're doing. Uh, but also I, I hear a lot from folks like, hey, I, I want to work in the open. I want to work on an open source technology. And that's really important to a lot of folks. And so, yeah, I... No joke, probably 50% of the engineers on the team wouldn't want to work here if we weren't uh, built on top of open source.
0: Well, Joe, it's it's been wonderful having you on the show. It's a great to get an update on Palumi. If, if I'm someone in my audience and I want to learn more, I want to get the inside scoop, I want to get started right away, where do I go?
1: Palumi.com
0: is your one-stop shopping. Uh,
1: it's all about you know practitioner, how to get up and running. Uh, so you click any of the... The big uh, get started buttons that will take you through downloading the open source, walk you through spinning up some, some infrastructure, uh, walk you through some of those templates that I talked about earlier. And then if at any point you want help, you know, adopting this in, within your team, we've got a community Slack. Lots of people there, thousands of people hang out there, including the whole team. And then if you find the contact us button, we're always happy to hop on a call, talk through your use case, uh, how how best to adopt it within your team.
0: Well, Joe, thank you for being on the show today and giving the update on Palumi. Really excited about deployments and all of the great things you're doing over there at the company. Really appreciate you being on the show today. Thanks, Noah. It's been great. There you have it. Palumi is simplifying infrastructure as code and meeting you as a developer where you are by providing support for using their product with the language of your choice. Combined with their templates and deployments technology, they are pushing the envelope to help you spin up what you need, when you need it, and fast. As mentioned at the top of the show, you can learn more about the product and get started right away by visiting Pulumi.com. That's P-U-L-U-M-I.com. And thanks again for listening